that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What's your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck up and die. How do you say his name? Rut... Rudder... Rugger? Rutger? Rutger? Who? Rutger Hauer. The dude in in Blade Runner. Rutger? What is it? Ruer? Ruder? I really don't know how to say That's Harrison Ford, you idiot. No, the bad guy, dude. Uh, the Nexus Six. Was it dude. Roy? <laughs> no, yeah. Well, his name's like they. It's just like Roy as, or something. He's credited as Batty, and I, I'm like, what the fuck was his real? Really? What was his, like, Pretty sure it was like Roy or something. Rooker. Is it Rooker Hauer? Yeah, that sounds right. Rooker. I thought you were trying it's to Rutger. say. I thought you were trying to say like Deckard at first. I'm like, you no. dummy. <laughs> No, but I can say the word Deckard. That's... I don't know. Sometimes they say I... his name like fifty times in the movie. But I, I, I've seen you struggle over some words. So let's be real here. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, pal, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, the uh, American public system, dog. That's yeah, what I, I know. I know. Uh, this is this is the coldest ever knowledge podcast. That's Jordan One Big Tooth Howard. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, Levi over here, negative with, teeth. With Robinson, no teeth. Yeah, no, no teeth. Robinson over there, um, bud. You got your teeth. I don't even know what you're doing. We're so when you had your uh, when you had your tooth pain, were you? Uh, did you have like? Did you have like that cloth wrapped around your head with like the knot at the top? Uh, tied it up. Pre- pretty much, you know? actually, it was you a way getaway. But <laughs> like, so I'm all I'm a man of many pains, and so I obviously have a <laughs> a uh, ice pack in the freezer at all times. But it has like it's meant for your back, and so it has like straps. Yeah, I so say, I, yeah. I strapped oh, it. I strapped it to my it. face. Nice. Uh, the other night, and uh, yeah, you while well, you were it, abscessing to death, <laughs> it, it did help. It did. It was kind of like it stopped the the throb. It, it went from a screaming, soul deafening, screeching pain to just like a dull, soul deadening, kind of like aching <laughs> agony. It was great. That's cool, dude. That's all. That's literally all you could ask for. I I was literally in my kitchen, being like, "Man, I wish I was a replicant." Because do they feel pain? But they, <laughs> they but they feel no. emotional pain. They do feel emotional pain, and they feel pain when they die. I guess maybe I don't know. I I did like that. I think how it's like pain. the only way, the only way you can like make them hurt and like stop them is if you kill them. Like that was like the big threat. Was like, their feelings. He's so he's so strong that like. He doesn't, you know, you can't fight him. You just have to kill him. It's like, yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. So anyway, obviously, oh. if you haven't caught on already or read the title of the <laughs> podcast that you clicked on, today we are talking about the the original Blade Runner movie. and 1982's 1982's The Thing, <laughs> which, yeah, I read that came out the same weekend or whatever, which is bonkers. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Blade Runner, and that we obviously just as a disclaimer at the top, we watched the final cut, which is agreed to be the definitive yeah. edition. And it is, and I I will kind of get into fun facts about why that's considered the definitive. Um, and my opinion. Okay. Well, anyway. it makes sense because so this is this is the third time I've seen it, and the first time I watched it, I definitely watched the theatrical cut me, with the voice too. with the voiceover Same. and like the Same. happy ending and and. Uh, 
But then I watched it again, and I think it was the final cut right after it came, like after it came out. I think it, when they announced the new Blade 07, Runner. Oh seven. Oh yeah, yeah. I, right. I waited, and then they were like, "Oh, they're coming out with a Blade Runner sequel," and so I watched it again. And I was like, oh, this movie rules. And I was like, yeah. oh, I was just too young. And then I was like, oh, okay. Well, that also, I watched the much better version. Uh, and then obviously I watched that same version the other night. So I'm assuming um, it is my synopsis. I did not write it one. I, I I don't think we really write them anymore. I think we just kind of riff. I kind I like, we're, yeah, I like both ways. Riffing. One day I'll write them if I have the time. I, I come across a little bit more eloquent when it's written down, but... Yeah, true, true. <laughs> so I'll give you the gist. And hopefully I don't blur the lines because I honestly, I watched the sequel right after this one. So I do have like a little bit of weird like, am I remembering that movie <laughs> or the other movie? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so the original Blade Runner, it uh, it follows a, it's in a, po- a dystopian future. Uh, cyberpunk basically invented the genre neon rain stroked over rain soaked overpopulated streets there's these replicants which are basically androids and then these things called blade runners that are basically cops to hunt down the androids which have been outlawed on earth uh, deckard is the main character follows him he's a blade runner that is taken out of retirement to hunt down these four replicants who have killed a bunch of people on their way to earth and it kind of follows him trying to slowly track them down while they're also going about their time trying to basically get to the Tyrell Corporation so that they can extend their lifespan because replicants only have a four-year lifespan. Uh, And so the main bad guy, when we decide his name, Ray, Roy, or whatever, uh, you know, he he leads the the group to try and find... No, the, I'm pretty sure they call him like Roy or whatever. What, he's got a name. He's got a weird name. Not a weird name. He's got like a really basic sounding name. I'm I'm really mad that it is that it's like Batty is the only thing that's <laughs> in here. Hey, anyway, oh, he uh, we, we've never seen a movie before. I know. Anyway, <laughs> so Deckard is trying to find these guys. And then he meets this other lady from the Tyrell Corporation who is like a new version of a replicant that has memories of the past and doesn't realize that she's a replicant named Rachel. And he immediately starts falling for her. And because she's like more human than human, you know, it's like, she's like, how could she be a replicant? She doesn't even seem like it. Uh, So it's this very noir. He's pulling the threads while, uh, you know, the replicants are trying to get to the top and he slowly is, goes across killing each one. Um, kind of bumbling his way through it, honestly. A little <laughs> bit, but... And when you say emphasis on slowly, <laughs> yeah, he kind and and like every single time he gets in a life or death situation, he's like an external force has to. He would die if it wasn't for something else. But uh, yeah. so but he definitely is like the worst protagonist I've ever encountered. It sucks because dude, he's this, really a he's reactive a, protagonist cut, for sure. Yeah, he's, he's yeah he's reactive. He's Which like he's fine, worse than but... Vertigo, dude. Like fucking the main yeah. guy in Vertigo. I thought that guy was a fucking piece of chewed bubble gum, but <laughs> this is like this is just. Uh, but oh, uh, you know, it ends with uh, there's <laughs> maybe Roy dies and he makes it a is speech. Roy. It's Roy Batty. See? I looked it up. There you go, Roy. You killed it. I know. I I got it, man. Uh, he yeah. dies and he makes a speech and he saves he saves uh, Deckard's life 
before he dies and Deckard's like, well, maybe they're like human after all, especially since I love one. And then he's like, oh, maybe I'm not real. What's reality? What's human? Ah, and then it ends, uh, more or less. <clears throat> and they he, they have to flee because he's in love with Rachel. So they ends, the movie ends with them fleeing God knows where together. Well, that's the thing. Because yeah. they're, they're, she and- is marked for death because it's right. illegal and you can kill any replicate on site. Uh, on yeah. Earth. On Earth, right. No replicants allowed to be on Earth. So he and has to kill her. It's like illegal they... not to. He's like harboring her. And... Uh-huh, right, right, right. And it is it is kind of interesting because they do have like, there are the tells. But who's going to enforce you know, that at that point? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's because like Tyrell yeah, dies I mean... and then Sebastian, right. who's, who's like the guy that they use to get to Tyrell, who's See, the... Uh... And it, it's hard to talk about this movie without like wanting to bring in the sequel because the sequel... I feel like flushes a lot of this out, like gives this like, cause it's like, it's like Tyrell, the Tyrell corporation gets bought out. Right. And then, and then, um, yeah. What's his name is in it. And that, yeah. And the sequel, I forget yeah, that it's like Wendell. It's not that it starts with the W though. Yeah. You know, they, they buy out Jared Leto buys out the Tyrell Leto, corporation you, yeah. and yeah, like Jared basically Leto. expands it and makes it even more profitable and better. And like, helps humans like uh colonize the solar system easier uh even more so than tyrell because uh and i watch both back to back and uh yeah he's like a way more of a villain tyrell is no tyrell just seems like in this tyrell's just kind of a horn dog he dude he reminds me of metropolis like a hundred percent he wanted to make sex robots and he's like like, sure slaves too yeah but i'm like (laughs) right right. he's like it's like well military workforce sure sure why not they yeah. only live four years and then you throw them in the trash, whatever. <laughs> so it's like, you know, he's like, it's a great business model, dude. It obsolete in four years. So what are they? Apple? <laughs> it's like, uh, uh yeah. Tyrell, Tyrell does seem a lot more innocent than, you know, than whoever the other guy is in the, in the other one. But, but I don't know. He's also back, back it up. So I know. Yeah. What, what was your first impression? What was the last, I was going to ask you. Oh, yeah. Because I know you'd seen it once or twice before as well, uh, and then it's been a long time as well because I haven't watched been, it in like you know seven, eight years or however long. Yeah, I want to say I want to say I watched it. Yeah, about yeah maybe eight ten years ago, and um, I definitely watched the voiceover version, and I really didn't remember anything necessarily. Except for the the vibe, the mood, the, the visuals and, and the, the world building, the, you know what I mean? The visuals it's and the like, world building, and like the deaths, the deaths, and like the plot, which because the plot is the plot is so that's where that's where it does it does live in that neo noir. Oh yeah, it just it I just for, I forgot it, how the, hardcore of a noir this is. They literally yeah, some scenes are literally just like instead of saxophones, they they're just like synth. It's synth. But it, it sounds dude, exactly. It's the, cool. So we we picked we picked score for this month because we wanted a, like an emphasis and focus on score. And this personally, so like Godfather, the score in Godfather it accompanies it well for the time period and all that. We we talked about it. Go listen to our podcast. But this score elevates it. hundred percent. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, the score. This score blew, this score blew my rules. mind. Yeah, like that. Rules. Just that. Like the opening, dude, and it just like blasts well, in, and you're like, it knows when to be heavy, but it's city. like, it's like weirdly right. like, 
kind of like dreamy and like kind of light. Like I don't know, and that like really kind of encapsulates the mood for this movie because I when I originally watched it, I was expecting like oh a cool sci-fi movie, but it's much more of like a like a like yeah sure there's oh. a couple shootouts and like some violence and stuff, but it's much yeah, more the, of like a the slow like a slow plotting introspective kind of kind of film that's like more about like you know what's what does it mean to be human which obviously this is not the first movie to ask that kind of question uh but i think it it poses it uh in one of the better ways you know what i mean of like you know a lot of movies that do that so especially tackling like or ai and like that kind of thing yeah right right that and what so we do have to we do have to give you know credit to the fact that it's a phil k dick like novella and that came out in like 60 something 58 yeah. or something like the late 60s and uh and it you know and it posed it posed that question and that que- this question's been asked you know time and millennia as long as humans existed what if there what if there is like a, you know God, is this uh, the third philip k dick adaptation know, dude, we watched well yeah we so we watched total well, dude, we total watched, we watched total recall total recall a scanner, scanner darkly, darkly and then this Blade Runner, yeah. That's like the big ones, though. <laughs> so, Those are, yeah. It's kind of funny. Uh, yeah. but, anyway, sorry. but anyways, so he just, yeah, it's like it it comes off the back of that. But I think I think what they did is they definitely like modernized it and then have I, it's weird. It's like, man, dude, there's so much has aged poorly from this movie. Um, but then there's there's so much there's so much of like the philosophy behind it that stands really strong and true and it's a it's like it is a sophisticated movie but it's also that is damaging so that is that's why five versions of this movie exist yeah is because they wanted to get it right and it actually this is kind of a this is a hard movie to nail down for people in the world because they i don't know what version they've seen they don't you know and it sucks because you don't want a movie to make you do homework and this is definitely a movie that you have to you have to read about it later. You have to go you have to go deeper into it to fully appreciate the world. I guess that's fair there. as far as like the actual like, like filmmaking like, of it Vic, and like Victoria the process. watched this. Yeah, Victoria watched this and she she was like she's like this is this is really bad. She's like yes, I can understand it's technically it's great, but like the like the movie's bad. <laughs> and I kind of was like the whole time we're watching, I'm like it's kind of embarrassing. This is like it's one of my favorite movies that I that I think of fondly, but then watching it, I'm like, dude, this is, it's weird. I'm like, why? I'm like, I love this movie because I know what a cultural icon it is. Yeah. And I know that I know exactly what it like, everything that it is, everything that it has spawned and all, you know, and like Ridley Scott's like his, you know, his, uh, his influence on film and like, and the people, oh, sure. I mean, like, and this is one of the things that into, like basically helped advantage genre. Bigger than, you know what I mean? It's bigger it's, than itself. Right, exactly. It totally, one hundred percent created that. Created fucking cyberpunk. Like mm-hmm. that's what it gave. It gave the visual stimulus to cyberpunk, and I and so it breaks yeah, my heart to, to watch f- the movie for film. And, yeah, <laughs> right. Definitely for film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Uh, and so it's like, it's tough. It's tough to watch this movie again because I. I, <sighs> I don't know, man. Like I deeply love it, but it's also very flawed. I agree. I you, you mentioned that a little bit. So. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. <sighs> I feel like this time around, I really liked it a lot more than my previous viewings, and I I thoroughly enjoyed it. 
And we discussed before how I probably liked the sequel more, and now I don't know. I might like the original more. Oh, weird. Okay, because um, I still stand in, but, I still stand in favor of the sequel. Uh, I mean, sequel, but. they're really close, so it's, it's hard for me to say. I think the original is way better written, because that's the thing about this movie. It's like, it's got a lot of big ideas, and some of the ideas hit, and it's very visually uh, interesting and does a really good job creating like a atmosphere and a world. But it, it is like from like a, you know, a just a storytelling point of view, really kind of clunky. And I think that's because there is, like you said, there's so many fucking versions. Well, dude, and, and even that, the so definitive can, version, oh it feels like it's not slapped so, together. Like this is the best version we could get with what we had. But it definitely seems yeah. like a, a case of like, you know, your ideas exceeding your ambition is like too much to exceed what was actually able to be created. Which uh, and that that feels like that's where the flaws come from. Is like, I feel like they did the best they could to try and make this thing this like ultimate apex like sci-fi story with this world and like this beautiful piece of cinema, and they they really succeeded in a lot of ways. But then they really kind of like, I don't know, didn't quite in a couple other ways. I don't know because <laughs> it's like at the end of the day, it's like you remember. It's like it's got all the pacing that it has, and it's got like all these scenes about like, but the, well, that, but all sucks. the it's scenes like, say the same thing a lot of the times. You know what I mean? It's sure it's, right. But I appreciate it. But the the scenes, my favorite, like my favorite, like thematic scenes outside of like the cityscapes, you know, and all that, like that, the like the stuff where it's like the visual impact is great. Yeah. But I mean, for story wise, yeah, the like the the. Rucker test or whatever they're called, and it's like Rucker, right? Or yeah, something like that. However, they tell the replicants test. with like the questions, and they're checking right, their eyes right. and everything. Yeah, they check their eyes, and they they ask them like they ask them, and I I just always love that too. And it's like you have to trick a robot, so you ask them like weird weird kind of riddly questions. And I I love that. I love that so much. Like it it's great. And like that and the opening scene of this cuz this version opens different, right? Than the theatrical. That see that's what's hard. I'm like trying to dude, I wish I watched all, the they're theatrical. Mixed, they're mixed in my head kind of like <sighs> They're mixed in my head, dude. This I is what's could, the newest for me, but Right. Cuz there there could be there could be such there could be an even more ultimate cut cuz I I watched a bunch of deleted scenes for this. Like I I post them on Reddit. It's like there are there are like there's like 30 minutes of deleted scenes are like really big scenes and they're like they were shot full-fledged and do you know what's crazy so this is this is like a, i'm just gonna get out of the way real quick though like uh, i can post this documentary on reddit also it is wild how much footage they had shot that was just canned and stored because it's like they did the they did the cut and that was it in the 80s in the 80s they did the cut and then it went into a warehouse and it was just stored in a warehouse and in 2001, the crew that the crew that got the definitive final cut edited, they got together and they collected all of it. And it was literally it was literally written on the canisters, Terminator, destroy or I can't remember whatever you know just just get rid of. Like, uh-huh. It was supposed to, and some lazy ass didn't didn't trash it. Thank God. I think it said like junk it or something. But uh. it's like it's like some just lazy dude just left it on a back lot and didn't touch it. And then in 2001, that crew came together. And they got it out and they like digitized everything and they went through it and like they truly like brought a vision to life. But I I almost feel like 
because they they went back and they like um you know they got ridley scott's approval for everything and i think he was still stuck in his ways for his director's cut and i think it would have been a lot better if somebody else just took it and freshened it up because there's some scenes in there that tie things together and i personally i think that like i love the ambiguous ending i think it's dope but i really like like so okay i really like the the voiceover but not all of it and it could have been stronger you know there could have it just sucks i know your like, last I the last that, episode you talked about how much yeah, you fucking love voiceover I lo- <laughs> well i'm just i'm finding out now now as we do this podcast and like more movies i watch with voiceover i like think about it and i'm like God, i like when it's done well Clear. that blade runners blade runners an obvious like candidate for being done poorly yeah and the the thing that sucks is because it was like it was an afterthought. Yeah, that, so they just that's a hundred percent just exposition, and like well, because they because, because they thought their audiences were too dumb, you know, like, were too dumb. And there, but there are parts, there are parts where we're watching it, and I'm like, I'm like, God, I can't remember exactly. And then you know, as we're as we're going through it, I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, so he, you know, it's pretty simple. It's just like those four, the four replicants, they kill, they kill the all the crew that's taking them off planet. And then they like hijack it and come back down, and now they're like you know fugitives and all that jazz. And like it just there, it's so simple. There's so simple things, but like finding out that like his his wife died, that's not really clear. And it's really blatant and annoying in the in the voiceover because I I watched some scenes with the voiceover, and it's like it's sad because you know that yeah. it was like begrudgingly done. Yeah. And so they, well, it wasn't like... like constructed well. But they there are there are voiceover bits. That I'm like, oh, this is like, this is nice. It's it's light exposition. It's okay. And it just yeah. kind of builds the world a little bit. And so I'm like, I wish there was, because there's only like 10, 10 lines of voiceover. So it's not like, it's not like it's the whole movie's yeah voiceover. Yeah, I just kind of like wish that. that the I wish that like it was a little bit more intentional to have voiceover. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it I can totally, I can see that totally being work. another version of it. I just. Like, right. I'm just like, at this point, just let this movie be what it fucking is. <laughs> yeah, really, really. I don't want it. I don't want, I'm, I don't I'm care. Happy with where we're at. Yeah, I don't care about all the extra like, footage and stuff. Like, I think. I mean, it's it's beautiful to watch. I can, it, I can, it like, builds, put the well, it builds a stuff, great but. foundation that I'm just like, I want more Blade Runner content. I want to go watch the anime or whatever now. Because uh, yeah, they had the Black, really cool. the Blade Runner Blackout, like, short, right? That came out b- yeah. before yeah, Blade yeah, Runner yeah. 2049. Uh, and then Blade Runner 2049 I watched the other day as well, and it was obviously awesome still, but I'm like, it ends still pretty open-ended, and I'm like, no. I'm like, I could take more of this world, man. And it's well, can, like, I, can I, can I, spoiler alert, so what is your, I, I kind of fucked it over for myself because I wanted to, this was the question I wanted to ask you, wanted to come with the hard-hitting questions, is Descartes a replicant and do they and, <laughs> and do they explain that in the sequel cuz that's that's what's hard to talk about this movie contained without the sequel it's kind of impossible spoiler alert actually this kind of for Travis out there cuz Travis called in again dude so now we got fucking hey. Travis back on the pod baby there he is. welcome back welcome back Travis thank you sir and uh we'll we'll get to your message shortly but um maybe maybe Travis you should turn this off and then anybody else out in podcast land well um, i'm not going to spoil well, I just want to know. 2049. I'm not going to spoil it hard, you know. Well, I'm going to spoil it right now because so Deckard shows up in 2049. I know, but he's in all so, the, he's on all the promotional has, material and his name's on the poster, so it's like fine. Harrison oh, Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like starring Harrison Ford. Oh, true, true, true. Okay. Anyways, anyways, but, but the fact that he, he when he shows up, it is pretty cool and it's great. It is cool, but it and also, it's like but it it's is like, like it solidifies two hours if, into the movie. <laughs> it solidifies. I know which is dope, and it solidifies the fact that he's he's not a replicant. Well. 
But the thing <laughs> is, he is a replicant. That is confirmed by Ridley Scott because he made him. He he is a replicant. But in the in the movie, he uh, has the glowing eyes, I and do, he doesn't. He I questions don't. his life. And he no dude and the origami. Okay, but, man, I know we can have this argument. But I don't want it. I didn't want to. I didn't want to spend the whole podcast talking I, about whether Deckard was a fucking replicant. I could replicate because you have to get it out of the way. It's it's it bothers uh, me because this is a rare situation where it is it is not like purposely ambiguous, nor is it like have a definitive answer. That okay, true. It's true. it's yeah. it's like ambiguous well because. Put. Of the fucking chaos surrounding the release. So the writer and Harrison Ford and everyone says he's definitely not a replicant. Ridley Scott says he is a replicant. And I think that's just to add depth. But honestly. But it's like he is. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't matter. Harrison Ford said it was an act. He's not a replicant in my mind. 100% not. Okay. I think. I I mean, he can't be because of the sequel. Unless. Unless the Tyrell. You know, when the corporation. They they specifically say the next model is open-ended life cycle. So right, there right. is okay, people good. who say that he is a replicant. Yeah. People that say that he is a replicant say that he's like a Nexus 8, like the newest, yeah, okay. like a prototype version of that. But I mean, I think, maybe he got implanted that he's like a police officer. I don't think he's a, you know, I don't think he's a replicant be, at all. Cause that would like, be interesting, but. I think that they added the fact that is that he may or may not be a replicant kind of ruined the movie. It's like another one of those things that's just like a weird yeah. open-ended like, well, what if he's not? And I, I chop it up to like, oh, okay, this is just like a more like philosophical wondering of like, oh, okay, this is more like Deckard's character is more unsure about the nature of his own reality well, because of the and, origami and it, stuff. The origami. Oh, and it blends, it blends in the whole like, once you can't tell, does it really matter? That that's, that's what, like that's what the whole does a lot of exactly. It's like so, if you can't if you can't tell the difference, then what does it matter? It like, doesn't. It, really it doesn't. Of, but does but not matter. Where it's like it doesn't matter. But you're but also, it, you're but gonna, it's we're a hu- point we're of human, contention. It's a point of contention. Yeah. Every time. We we want to we want to have our no, our own autonomy and we want to like we want to know we have free well, will. The so plot. If it's been if it's been baked in. That's dude. dude I feel like done for, taking dude. If you the, just had implanted memories, you're done for. <laughs> taking the first movie on its own, I definitely right. think he's human. And I think if he's a replicant... No, I disagree. I feel like taking just the just the movie, the first one on its own, he has the glowing eyes. So the glinty what? eyes that... Yes, in his apartment, he has the glinty eyes. I know, but and they the said, they said that that was like a straight up mistake giveaway. in filmmaking. It was the biggest giveaway. I know, but if we're but just taking it, it, it ruins value. the fucking movie. It may, it literally ruins the movie about this human character. He sure. he loses his humanity, right? And I, he's I got the like... PTSD, and he's like dealing with killing these replicants, and then it it ruins his arc. If it's like he has that moment at the end where there's like the super famous speech about you know tears like tears lost in rain, you know, and uh, but it's like he learns that like oh you know. It's like he has this more this moment that it's like, oh fuck, he's more human than me, and I'm a human. Yeah. But then he's like, or am I? Uh, well, right. right. Which and he I, does. He I learns, feel he like learns, like the capacity a, of caring yeah, and all that. I do feel like it was Ridley Scott's intention to be like, yeah, he's a replicant. Yeah. But that's yeah. the thing. I'm saying this is such a fucking mess because sometimes the director's intention kind of doesn't matter, and it's so muddled. Yeah, because it's like the writer, the actor, and then the sequel. But Denis Villeneuve, he did such a good job, kind of like 
keeping it ambiguous because it's like uh, there are still like, you know, he's probably human, but maybe he's not. There's still stuff like that in the sequel, like little bits of dialogue. Okay, okay cool. That like it's still pretty ambiguous, but it's not like a focus point because obviously Deckard's not the main character anymore in the sequel. It's K, uh, obviously Ryan yeah. Gosling's character, who definitely is oh, a replicant. Baby, dude. That has God a, damn Ryan Gosling. That has yeah. like a fucking, uh, you know, a crisis of his own. Right. Well, and I love, dude, I love that they bring in. So in the, in the original, um, he, they make like, I, it seems kind of, uh, they just kind of bring it up like it's common knowledge, but then I don't, they never like solidify it. That's kind of the thing that happens in this movie is like, they don't build the world very well. No. That's like, I'm saying you have to do homework. So later after in, you know, every, like every 10 years after this movie was made, new information would come out, new articles, new writing, and new interviews with, with all the directors and writers and everything saying, like, oh, you know, like, like solidifying what happened and things, you know, and the, like, the world. And so it's kind of like, anyways, you have to do a collection or just watch a YouTube video. But, uh... Yeah, I don't, like, want, I don't a, want to spoil it, but the whole plot of the second oh. one just is a can of worms that that leaves even more questions well, no, than I love, I love the, even... The, well, I love the thing that gets fine. answered in the sequel. The thing that gets answered is Tyrell's niece doing the she's like the she's like the precog or whatever that can build the not a precog but uh some sort of like whatever it's like premonition or not premonition goddamn she just builds she, she builds, builds the memories yeah everybody's everybody's memories all their conscious yeah she builds every conscious and it's like it's so sick that she's like a Pixar writer and she's just writing all these like what if robots had watch, watch it again because like, she's uh she's a freelancer and she's oh, not she's, she's not the main one but she's the best one. She's the best one, right, right, right. Yeah, of course. But that's but that that kind of that answers a question, which is so dope. That's where like that's where the sequel shines well, for me. Exactly. That it well, builds on the it's, world. It's its own story in the but, world. Yeah. That and that asks similar questions, and it takes the kind of themes from the first one and like flips them on their head and asks it from a more of a different perspective. Uh, you know, where it's like he's a replicant, but like is he more human than human? You know, and it's like and then and then yeah. in the first one, it's like. Because I, I don't care about fucking Deckard being a replicant. You know what I mean? But but, but it bugs oh, me no. that there's not... It's not ambiguous on purpose. <laughs> it's ambiguous yeah. by, like, disaster. I don't know. Uh, which right. is which is whatever. And, Cause, and then I have yeah. to just tell myself. Because it bothered me. I literally was like, fucking... It, yeah. Is Deckard a replicant? What's the evidence? Like, I want to look at... Like, I searched it. I'm like, what is the evidence both ways? Because I don't like that he if he is. But then I've decided it doesn't matter. Because if he is, he ages, which is dumb, and he doesn't have super strength, but whatever. Right. No, it's kind of almost like it's like it's like fucking what's her bucket the the Rachel. It's like her because you know she's she's not special. Like right. she's just a she's but, just a human. Uh, everything you know, else that's whatever. around it is way more right. interesting. About like you know, not only what does it mean to be human, but I've always liked the idea. It's like you're nothing more than your memories, and can your memories be right. trusted? You know what I mean? It's like it's your memories shape who you are, which is what they've done with the newer replicants, which makes them more human and makes them have better emotional responses. But it's just like, we know in real life now that your memories can barely be trusted. Like you think back to your childhood and you're like, I have a concrete memory, but it's just like, fuck, that's probably 75% accurate at best. You know what I mean? (laughs) And it's wild. Cause then I'm sitting there being like, am I human? It's like, is yeah. this a simulation? Does well, it, it almost, does it well, matter? It almost, proves, it almost proves that we are human because our memories aren't 
our memories are flawed. Our memories yeah. aren't very clear, and replicants always remember everything like so perfectly. Yeah. You know, and I loved you. Which loved that, that, she, like, that is explored. Around. That's explored more and in the it, sequel, where they're like, he's like, I have memories, but I know they're fake. I I know, and right, dude, that's so good. But oh. that's what's kind of interesting too. It's like coming yeah. at it from that dynamic. So, but I love, I love like the the little touches that human touch, where it's like she carries a photo around, and that's like, oh look, I have a photo of me and my mother, and it like, it just like, they are they are human, and that's yeah, that's like the fun. Yeah, that's exactly. the fun. You know, question behind it is like. It's fine. And they just like, can't tell. they just want to live, you know? Yeah. And I think that's right. what's interesting because it's like, it's it's sad. Like you said that uh, he's credited as this baddie uh, on the script because it's like, he's not like, yes, I guess technically he is the film's antagonist. Uh, I know. Roy. But, I, but yeah. he literally, like, yeah, he kills people in the, so he is a bad guy, obviously. He's he, he kills yeah, people. Yeah, they, they, they killed, the four of them killed, like, 23 people, so yeah. it's kind of like a gray area. But, <laughs> it's like, but it's, but it's, it's, but it's would, interesting. That's what makes him so a dynamic of a villain, quote-unquote, and has been all this time. Like, a lot of people say, like, the villain of this movie is ten times more interesting than the protagonist, which is true. Oh, 100%. Because uh, he's just like philosophical. Not it's not even just him and his like fancy waxing about like his like pondering of <laughs> yeah. like which is all great, but it's just like all that's like the best motivation. It's like you have four years to live, and I just want to continue living. Like yeah. I, he's got such a lust for life that he'll fucking kill anyone in his path to get it. And when he can't, and he just like fucking it, stabs out Tyrell's eyes. I don't. Uh, it's uh, I don't know. It's good, and then he literally is just was... like trying to get the most out of it before he dies with Deckard. Like he's like his body's like yeah. tensing up, and he's like, "Not yet, not yet," you know. Yeah, uh, I think that's like the most powerful shit in the whole movie. You know, it's just like you know this like fighting of this death and trying to live life to the fullest, even though he's just I, a robot. I agree. just a but robot. I, I, my my argument would be like I'm 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 going to bat for I'm going to bat for right here. If if he killed twenty three people on that ship, they you think why would they why would they a have these like criminals because they were criminals being like escorted off planet why would they have these criminals with like civilians and or human crew why wouldn't they just put replicant crew to transport the replicants I don't know see that's the thing you about know? this and then he would just be there's so many because that that gets that's like the gray area where I'm like they're kind of just like. You can just kill these, like you know. They use they use the term slave a lot, which is yeah. You know, well, and like that's right, the but, thing why I want more of this world because it's like they build yeah. the world up, but then they like kind of like you have questions about like the functionality of this future society and how it work, and then they just like obviously they're not going to sit and go into it, but I'm I'm sure there's like. I don't know. There's got to be like a comic book spinoff that goes way into it or something. But I mean, there there is, there is a comic right spinoff, yeah. but it but it I read like I read a couple issues and it's it's not I don't know. It didn't really get it was not as philosophical. And it, yeah. I'm sure maybe it gets a little better. Maybe I mean, it goes deeper. But it was I just like kind the of philosophicalness like, of like the main movies. Better. But it's like I'll take one. I'll take something that's like a more nuts and bolts of like how the world works and like all the different cultures and the history of it, you know, and how it came right. to that. And like I'm surprised all the this, didn't get a, this didn't get a, a mini series. Like this is this is ripe for opportunity. I, and a I, I know it's yeah, sad because it's like, like it's such a cool. I'm pretty sure who owns it. It's like Fox or maybe I think it's Warner Brothers. No, it's, actually. it's Warner Brothers, I believe. Yeah. And uh, obviously they did the sequel 
like 30 years after the fact, which was a risk on its own, and it did okay, know, right? but it was still like not popular enough to like well, dude, warrant they, more. But like, no, war- they're going There's like hold. They hold. They have a death grip on this like. Oh yeah. Property. Well, they so have to like milk it dry because they're gonna realize so. there is so much potential for it, but it just hasn't been realized yet. Like they just yeah. need to realize the potential, uh, but they probably but, will yeah. just try it. They'll, they will. They'll make a shitty fucking HBO Max miniseries or like show that they make one season of that's okay and then gets canceled or something. But <laughs> I know that's probably all. It's actually know. a sad reality, dude. Yeah. So I don't know this. Uh, all the the writing and like the all that aside, it's like whatever what they did here from like a visual perspective and the score, like we were saying, is just like the score ties it all together. Well, we've we've so talked well. about before in cinema. At the end of the day, it's like uh, you know you watch a movie and you don't remember the plot, you don't remember the characters that much. Like, yeah, it's about the emotional resonance that sticks with you. But it's like something about film with like a, a a combination of like just certain visuals and music that is like kind of what you remember and how you felt in a certain moment. And this movie, I think that's why it stood the test of time so much and is considered such a like classic is because it's like those moments of like that score set to these huge crazy cityscapes. And then like nobody remembers... Like, I completely forgot the weird sexual scene, you know? Oh, like, my God, that's so rough. <laughs> nobody remember. Okay. Like, I, I feel mean, like I saw that, like, and I was like, yeah. I literally, like, had to, like, I, stop and be like, am I paying attention enough? I, like, what is well, happening? No, I, I was, no, I got confused because I was like, I was like, oh, they, like, they were up until that scene. I was like, oh, they've been, they've been, they've been building tension of the sexual variety. They've been building their relationship. It's like any fucking idiot can understand that like, oh, okay, yeah, he likes her and she, it was weird though. Even then I'm kind of like, she likes, she likes him, but she's also kind of like, she's also like just had this like existential crisis where she's like, I'm not, I'm not real. I'm a replicant. Thought I was real. And then it's almost like in that vulnerability, he was like, oh, baby, let me slide in here and give you some smooches, some really awkward, disgusting smooches. Let me give you let me give you the smooches, the smooches, the open mouth kisses of a of like a fucking like I just released out of prison 10 years. And like, I just want to kiss a woman like I dude, It was well, and I was like, waiting for it to beat her. Like, tell, tell me, it was tell me you want to you want to kiss me. Say it. I know. You know yeah, say it. I, I really want to kiss you. Like, yeah. he's got his like, yeah, he's got his hand on her throat. And he's like, this Which is, is what you want. Right? It, yeah. it is weird though because it's, it's like why we why see do that? i don't know we see her as human like that's what i'm saying i don't want to give like honestly i'm pretty mixed about ridley scott as a whole uh, but like like I, I, but it's like i feel like that scene you see her as human and you're disgusted by it and then it's like but it's weird because it's like okay does he see her as human is she just like a machine that does right. is he like but then, but then, it, but then it kills. But then that kills. That kills all motivation for like their frantic getaway at the end. It does. Like, well, he just like what? Like what, this is like a this is a piece of machinery that you can. Well, do I you remember. Want I don't know. Yeah, their getaway and their like whirlwind romance, quote unquote. And then <laughs> right, and then also know. what happens in the sequel? He's like, oh, I was so in love with her and all this. Uh, spoiler. Uh, yeah. But watching yeah. this movie, I'm like, she's really not even in it that much, and she's not even a focal point. I kind of wish they would have oh. like. 
I wonder if oh, that's, that's where all that footage went because it's like I feel like I know right? them flushing out her and her existential crisis would have been uh, oh, more I'm... interesting to like their character because she did just feel like sometimes like an accessory to him. Um, and I mean, she, I think yeah, there's she had her own so moments much. earlier on for sure, but then they kind of dropped it in the second half. Uh, no, but yeah, but that, I think that is a hundred percent the chaos that surrounded this movie, and part of the reason why it's so flawed is just like is kind of everyone's trying to grab on to make this. It's like it's a little too big for its britches sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, right, Especially I can, in yeah. the writing department. Yeah. I totally, I totally agree. And I, I wanna, I wanna mention real quick though. I love something to to, to be positive. Which like. It no, sucks. I really like it's this movie. So, I like it's it a so lot. Blatant. I know, and that's the thing. I like. I do too. And I, I mean, earlier this is I my best viewing of it. Like, and I, I like it is deep. It has a. It's seriously flawed. Like yeah, it's, it's got like think, some yeah. fundamental issues, and, but like even forgetting about its cultural impact on on like cinema and sci-fi, uh, since which has obviously been huge. But forgetting about that, like on its own, it is a, it is a very good movie in its, like its strengths are strong as fuck. Like that's the thing. It's strengths, like it's visual department. It's like overall themes. It's music are like fucking a plus, but then like the, (laughs) like the combination, like the the pacing (laughs) and the collection of the whole, like everyone trying to hold it together. That's like a, you know. C. Yeah, that's like, like a the, C, maybe at best. It uh, sucks because I want to. I want to talk about like there aren't there aren't that many like threads to this. It's like they they only meet. There's only a few characters, honestly, in this whole movie. Yeah. And so, um, even though the world does feel large and rich, but it's like um, when they when when J F Sebastian becomes like an integral part of this whole thing, that to me, I think I think they did a really good job. Yeah. And incorporating his condition where it's like he's 25, but he has like a, he has like a growth. It's almost like he's like, that's why he collects like, you know, and he's, I mean, that's he's a genetic the, that's designer. That's the bridge, man. Engineer. That's what's so interesting. And that's the bridge. It's like, like he, he has a shortened he's lifespan. He's a human with a shortened lifespan. And it's right. like, it's, he it's, can it's empathize perfect. more so. It's like, right. he's the and missing, he like, the missing takes, link between well, replicate and human. It's like, what's the yeah, difference? Yeah. Right. And, and I like that he, he like, he kind of harbors the like the misfit toys, you know. I know. He, I like. I like all like, his toys. That even though even though his toys are horrific, but they're they're amazing. They remind me. It's like this. It's like fucking. Uh, it's it's some, like Kubrick, dude. Kubrick I got some like been, yeah, like, Kubrick and Terry like Terry Gilliam vibes. Yeah, like totally, a little bit. Dude. Yeah, it was, um, his what? his like his toy shop. He, like had that that and that apartment is a beautiful. Like that, that I know whole, that whole building. That whole is so cool. The his apartment and then the whole final sequence that kind of takes place in those buildings. Uh, yeah. I really loved and I kind of was missing in the sequel is because it's like uh, this movie is so noir and just like obviously the Dude, the type of story it, it's telling. Holy but, shit, it but, is shot. But the way it's shot oh, too, like hardcore fuck, noir. And, but it's like it's interesting because they still use these art deco classic mm-hmm. old noir like buildings to take place in. They're these like really elaborate type mansions uh, like the in our time or whatever, but they're so like run down and decrepit that they're basically just abandoned in this, uh, well, because the you, city has been built upon it. Everyone, right? That's what's so dope is like <laughs> it's the really... world is 
is underneath, and everyone lives in that like center complex, uh-huh. essentially, or whatever you know, around that center complex. But it's got like yeah, it's it's you still can see the future divide. It's so cool. It still has that Art Deco film noir like the heavy lights from outside look. Yes, but but Dude, in this the world, kind of lights spinning like yeah yeah exactly in this world it's like security cameras and like the decrepit build like this is the ghetto now uh i just i like i I forgot all about that like final chase scene with roy through those buildings and when he kills the other the other replicant who's just showing off her gymnastics Uh, well it's funny that was actually considered the that's considered violent the they added that violence in and it's literally her just like squishing his neck more and then putting her fingers in his nose. Oh yeah. And that's the violence. And then I think there's like I think there's maybe some more blood. They linger on the blood longer for her for her gunshot wounds. But anyways, this it's movie's just kind of not, funny because it's, it's like, not that violent. Like, it's not very violent. Not not as violent as it could have been in eighty two, you know, it's like the like, sequel is honestly way more violent. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And I kind of I just feel so bad because it's like there's not enough there's not enough like not enough weight. I don't. I don't know. I just every replicant that died. I'm like, we barely got to know you. You know, the only Roy's the only one that we truly get to know, and that you know, and he and he dies. He dies in the most poetic way possible. And yeah. He just shuts down. It's so cool. Like, and I, he I he gets to have that. this whole speech where he's like, everything yeah. in my life is like just gonna be gone now. You know, and right. it's like oh, that's that's it, the that. that's like living See, with mortality, what, man. Like, that's <laughs> what I remember. That no, is that's what what's, home that's what I'm movie. saying. That's that's, that's a plus sucks, right like, there. That's a plus. Yeah. Uh, right. But honestly, <laughs> I do love the scene. I didn't give a fuck about Leon or whatever that other replicant. Uh, he was a butthole, and then honestly, right, the other one. But the sex worker replicant that he that he chases down, like the first one he kills. Yeah, the one with the snake, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, and her running through like that scene did kind of hit with me emotionally like resonated because it's well, like music too dude. the that, music the visuals so well. but like you can see the desperation that i feel like comes in later but it's like on her face like like she just wants to live man like she's just running yeah. and he just like pops her in the back and yeah. she just like crashes through all the glass and all slow-mo and it's beautiful and everything and it's really like, cool dude do you know you got it so i'm putting i'm putting that documentary on reddit Go watch it. They break that whole scene down. Uh, Did you know the original version? She's not in that at all. She's not even in a single frame of that. And then they go through and they digitally remaster her and shoot it on green screen and like put her in. And it looks shut up, really, seamless, dude. It looks seamless. So, what yeah, the fuck? So it's funny. We're watching her <laughs> put, and we're like, put, oh, look at look at this yeah, actress. This beautiful emotion. And it's really her acting now in the version we watched. But the original version. It's bad, dude. It's a woman in a helmet that's like totally looks like you know she's got like five o'clock shadow. It's like a dude doing like the stunts for her. That's and it's hilarious. Like really, it's a really bad wig, and so it's like yeah, I'll I'll put it on. Yeah, put it on put there because I was literally yeah. like even like oh the actress like throws herself it, through that plate she, glass well, like she, and she's not and wearing she does, much and I'm like that's... no no and it's it's not truly her but it is it is technically her now later doing the they emoted. In 2006, they got her to shoot it. That's so they like redid it like 25 years later. That's crazy. They got her back in to shoot it, and it was it's really cool. It's yeah, like that. Put that up. That there. is that's like that's what that's what I love about this in in its entirety of just Blade Runner is like as it exists is like so many people are passionate about what the world has to offer in this, and like you know working off of it to build on the world. It's great, and that's you know that's what I like, but. Yeah, man. What uh, do we have any Reddits today? Did we get? Uh, I'm sure we do. Give me a moment. I got a new phone, so I'm like 
got to figure out how oh. to navigate it. <laughs> yeah, that's. Not, I'm glad you actually have a phone now. You're not. I know. I emails, I but... broke my phone the other day. I'll, uh, so I haven't had I'll, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a money minute real quick while we got this yeah, going. Give me that. Because I so when I, I wanted to look up, or I did. I did look up, and I could not, for the life of me, find out what the budget was for for the remaster because they because they come together and like i said they dude it was a huge endeavor it was like a year to like categorize and everything and like they they built a library out of it but they'll they'll anyways you'll watch the documentary but uh it's like it's sick what they did and they did a lot of work it's almost like they they basically like shot scenes and like did did a lot more movie so i'm like i wonder what that budget factors in but anyways like the yeah the manpower budget, that goes into what yeah fixing it's it. like <laughs> Yeah, and it's, I mean, they clearly can't, they can't count that because they didn't know it was going to happen in 82. So, anyways, but uh, the budget was like 30 million and it grossed 41. So, not, nothing, nothing great, nothing bad. It was just kind of like, yeah. you know, it, and it was up against, it was up against fucking Rocky 3 and E.T. Those were the, those were the top two movies. It's funny when that, it, when it released. It's funny that, like, because uh, we said earlier yeah, that the, the thing, thing also yeah. came out around this time. And like the thing bombed even harder, and it's like both yeah. both of these movies are fucking classics to like, this day. Compared and, to like ET and Rocky Three, it's like come on. This might be man. blasphemy, are, but I don't give a fuck about ET. I know. You, I don't. I don't either. I guess it's like you I know, honestly. I, I, get I, haven't, I haven't seen it in like fifteen years, but I want to. I want to. I want to slice that fat boy up and see what he tastes like, dude. I've always wanted to eat some ET. Meat. I feel oh, like he, he tastes so good. No, he doesn't. He looks like scrotum. No, he looks. He looks, so <laughs> he looks like if you just like a giant no, fucking his, scrotum. His, no, dude, his belly meat looks so tender, dude. <laughs> yeah, maybe. cast iron that. Yeah, okay. a little cast yeah. iron, like the like yes. that fat. I've you know, always that fat to render. Yeah. I don't want him. I don't want him when he's sick, dude. He looks when he looks <laughs> sick. It's like that's great. He's gray pork, but I want. I want, I want that. I want that rich yeah, he's, red pork that you accidentally ET. left in the backseat of your car for a day. <laughs> yeah, but you're gonna risk it. Uh, so I got right. I got a couple of reddits. All right, are you ready? So Zan Pierre says the atmosphere of this movie, everything just came together. Also, the sequel blew my mind. Did not expect it being that good. Uh, yeah, the sequel, dude. Yes, the sequel. That's the whole thing. That's what sucks. Is like I this movie. I like. I recommend it to people, but I'm like, I'm like, go into it just with the vibes. Go into it with the vibes. Yeah. I don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then uh, Clones Are People 2 says, uh, he's got a couple, but this one, he says, so I watched the final cut last night, and wow, this just blew me away. Uh, the set design is just wonderful. For a 40-year-old film, it hasn't aged very much at all, except for when you find out that it's set in 2016. <laughs> I feel like this is seminal for sci-fi in the same way that Metropolis is. Oh, yeah, it's a huge... It's hugely influential. Um, uh, He says, I really like the score. It really adds to the world. It sets the pace, tone, and mood at certain points. It's a weird blend of mechanical music, but also reminds me heavily of hymns and religion. Interesting. Uh, Thinking about it, it makes sense for the score to be a mixture of the mechanical and ethereal to get across the theme of humanity. Uh, I forgot how much of a noir this is 30 years earlier and we'd have been looking at Humphrey Bogart in the title role, <laughs> right? Totally. That'd be yeah. cool. Uh, yeah. So, and then this last point was, uh, so was that scene a sexual assault? Here's my theory. <laughs> this is a test of the audience. If that scene does hit, uh, that scene does make you uncomfortable, then maybe you see the replicants as non-human. If you are uncomfortable with that scene, then you see the replicants as human. It's such a strange scene, oh. and it's so nonchalant. Like, what does that tell us about Deckard? 
Exactly. Ooh, that's, yeah, well exactly. Put. I like that. Yeah, I yeah. like that last sentence. Yeah. That's, thanks. Thanks, yeah, guys. True. Thanks, both you guys, for commenting. And uh, uh, I know that scene caught me off guard, man. Because <laughs> I know. I yeah, feel like if can, they're gonna cut anything, it, it's it like hurt. You know, for reals, dude. It literally did. It was the. It was like. It hurt me the most watching it this time. Yeah. Everything else about it is like forgivable almost if I you will feel, but that, yeah. that scene really did like I, it just and I it don't, really was such a like knee-jerk reaction i like what is going and on? i don't want to yeah the you know actors it's like, looked uncomfortable exactly know, and, and i don't want to like excuse it for like the time and everything uh or whatever it is and obviously it's it's a com- more complicated based on the fact that she's not human it's like if it was a fucking sex pup like sex doll like it was a mannequin you know but it had sentience you know uh, it's like so yeah, it's interesting it's, in that way, but I feel like it could have been executed because, better. Like it could, like, like I'm fine with it being uncomfortable, but it's played no, I, totally I, straight. Like I, it's played I, exactly. That's the thing that gets me, man. Is like yeah. it's played like it's supposed to be like this romantic scene that they added. Like no. oh, here's a scene of them bonding, so you care when they run away together at the end. And I'm like, no, this is like you know it. It is could be more nuanced about like. Oh, you know, like what, like what is consent if you're a fucking robot? Like that is an interesting question. Sure, but it's not posed that way at all. <laughs> it's posed straight up, like, "Hey, you know, like tell me, tell me you want it." And she's like, "Yeah, I, no, t- I want it, master." Yeah, no, really, really, it is. It's like he like throws her against the wall. But then the then theme of the movie sa- is, and then they're they're people you, too. They're more human than you human. Me. So I right. What's I'm getting mis- mixed messages. It's like, dude. It's like, yeah. You can't if you like if you bought a sex doll and you beat it up in your room in your house by yourself. That's fine. <laughs> but if you took your sex doll out like on the bus and started punching it, people are gonna be like, dude, this guy this is is like we there should, is some mental health issues. I'm gonna do here. that as a social so, experiment. Like, that's a social if experiment. my wife will let me buy a sex doll. <laughs> yeah, they're expensive. So they don't even try. I know. But, I'm uh, like, I keep asking her for Christmas, and she keeps telling me no. I just, want, I, would, I just want I don't the know, butt part. She won't. I don't give think me the I could part. ever. I don't. <laughs> I do. I don't think I could ever Google used sex doll, used real doll. So well, I'm not gonna fuck it. That. I just want to beat it on a bus. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, there you go. Uh, anyway, okay, on that anyway. on that note, do you want to? Can we listen to Travis, please? I gotta figure out how to get to do it again. I got a new phone, so and it is okay. a totally different, totally different. So. Yeah, I can get the Travis. So in the meantime, yeah, thanks Travis for a. Uh, oh God, I gotta add a whole other account. Oh, thank you guys fuck. for. Oh, maybe you can't do this, man. Well, so we should have. Hey guys, watching the iconic Blade Runner for the first time was a little disappointing. Not to say I didn't like it, just that it's regarded as one of the best sci-fi movies of all time, and I didn't see it that way. I probably would have liked it more if it wasn't for the creepy love scene between Deckard and Rachel. But after watching it, I got to thinking if the setting of Los Angeles 2019 was chosen as a precaution, that if the people of 1982 don't change their ways, we can have a dystopian world in the near future. After doing a little research, I found out that the movie was based on the novel titled To Android's Dream of Electric Sheep, published in 1968. The original version of the novel takes place in 1992, only 24 years from publication. So for me, Blade Runner is a cautionary tale for us. And look at the similarities of the movie in modern times. The conglomerate Tyrell Corporation that controlled much of the world's direction, one could compare Apple or Amazon to that. The environment and how it was nonstop raining in Los Angeles and filled with smog, aka global warming, 
or the disparity between the rich and the poor. No need to give an example there. Just look at any city in the country. Also, the humanoid robots called replicants and how they could think and act as human with superior strength. Alexa and Siri are examples of common AI, not to mention most manufacturing now is done by machinery. Then there's a flying car. That's the one that we're still waiting on. So my question for you two is, what aspects of the movie are you most afraid will come true? And is there anything from the movie you'd like to see happen in real life? Thanks. Woo! That was that was a long, thank, that was a long thank, yeah, one. Thanks, man. Travis. Thank you. It's good to good to hear your voice, sir. I know, um, man. It's and nice it, to it's interesting back. to be on the other side because I heard about maybe forty percent of it. Yeah, but hey, I, dude. But I was able to log in, and that's what the buzzing was about. I was able to log in, and 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 read about it. So, um, that damn flying car. I know. Out of everything, that's the, I, that yeah. seems to be the one that's least in our grasp, doesn't it? Well, and I just I think it's because like it just there's so many regulations on just automobiles that exist in infrastructure that's already created and so it's like see i'm waiting for get rid of get rid of all those kind of cars just bring just invent teleportation and get rid of all those vehicles oh yeah that's what i want in my dystopian future but then it'd be like like, the fly you know or something (laughs) oh dude always man people would be grafting into each other so uh as for your question yeah what do you what do you i love i i love that question i think it's i like i like the point of like the climate change being you know being factual because it totally that it is that irony it's like it's like in uh i was thinking about who framed roger rabbit when he makes the joke where he's like he's like we're in la baby the best bus system in the world or whatever they're like the best public transit in the world uh-huh. And, you know, it's like, it's not, that's the joke, but it's kind of like, that's what I like about this is like, that's the, that's the satire of it. It's like, this is the joke that it's like, we're in LA now and it's, the future has turned to this. And, and all that, it does is you know, rain and it's probably, I think rain that's well, dude, gross and full of microplastics, you know? Oh, sure. <laughs> like, well, see, and that's the thing. Yeah. There, there are things they can't even like think of that happened because it's like, we've now, we're now we're here and they've happened. I think the, I think the one thing that no one's mentioned yet and I love it is Boston Dynamics they are legitimately building this kind of shit that does that, dude. They got fucking police dog robots. Like, Boston Dynamics is like, they're the evil Tyrell Corp. Like, they're not, like, they're Skynet, essentially. It's like, that's what that's what we're the, looking uh, at. It's like, the thing I want to see from this universe, <laughs> in our universe, is I want to see us, as a species, leave the planet and colonize yeah. our yeah, solar system. Even though in this movie, it's <laughs> built on the backs of fucking replicant slaves. I mean, that's what it's, I mean, that's kind of what we're at now. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. And I mean, they so, even say that in the sequel. It's like no yeah. great step in human history hasn't been built on the back of a disposable workforce. And obviously that's terrible, but like I would like to, that's if, if I was going to take anything away from this dystopian society is to know that like we get off of earth because all it takes is earth is destroyed and then all of everything on earth is gone forever our resource our resource wars (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i mean that's obviously a matter of time um and as far as what i'm most afraid of i don't know i think most likely it's like the giant corporations owning everything but at the end of the day i'm like i guess that beats (laughs) us all eating each other i don't know i don't know know, i I think i think it's a bummer because they didn't really capture how it should be i don't know it is that's what's great so i i was i was kind of i was calling this like a soft dystopian because it is it is like it's it's clearly framed as dystopian it's like you know overcrowded and dirty and stuff but it like 
I feel like that's just not. It's not as oppressive. I feel like as like Brazil, or exactly, yeah, as like 1984 or something like. Where right. like I can agree with it's that. A lot like the government is like f- more fascist. Like people, I mean, still, people are still, still living. This, that's the but, thing. It's like if anything, it's right. somewhat optimistic because it's like, even that's, though to us yeah, I mean, it looks hellish yeah. and like that, but it's like people are there living their best lives, man. And it's like right. Well, and it, what it is kind of we we are already grappling with this idea of like automation. Like you know, Travis mentioned that a little bit, and they're like, what? That that's the f- thing that scares me the most. I'm pro automation, but but only if we can only if we can have like socialism or <laughs> mutual aid that is structured that has a larger structure. Because the fact like once you start like no we're gonna jobs, we're gonna get automation now, under know, under the capitalist system, and well, so we're I know we're it's gonna, gonna <laughs> it's gonna crush it's gonna crush every marginalized group our marginal group <laughs> yeah. to dust. There's just gonna it's be gonna about fucking, profits for me. Be, go fuck yourself, bud. Well, like, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It'll well, and it'll be the same thing where it's like it'll still be like oh sorry that we automated this entire warehouse. You still need a job. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like. But what the fuck? That, that, quit that quit, quit eating avocado toast, you know? And I know, right? Well, you can't oh, afford brutal. your rent. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, so that that's the crazy ass shit where I'm like, I'm like, and a free reign of the of fucking. I mean, we've already militarized our police, but it's like this show is like straight up just like murder them if you think they're a replicant. Like, what is that autonomy? Like, what is that? Like, we'll give that. Oh my god! It's like the police already have that ability now. <laughs> it's like uh, it's even more. It's even more like enforced then, or whatever, or whatever. You just like relax. I do. I, guess, I do think. I also, other than the colonization, <laughs> I do think uh, this version of AI is pretty optimistic too, because usually AI comes down and just like immediately sweeps us up and crushes us. But I like oh, that true, yeah. this this version of it. It's like they have their own struggles, and they're way more human because they were made in the image of humanity than uh, like most other like dystopian films dealing with ai so it's like honestly i think this is probably not for them but like a best case scenario when it comes to like automation i guess i think it i think it could it could theoretically where it's like oh build a utopia yeah we've made if if, these we've basically become the whole like godlike like creating something else that is just as impactful as ourselves uh as humans it's uh it, yeah, it's interesting that it's just like with with all the weaknesses that makes us human, which uh, yeah, which is interesting would, that they would, would even. Theoretically, but that that that's a whole other can of worms too because it's like that, yeah. if there's that's just, called eugenics. But, like if you start weeding right. people out, you start building a whole society well, that is nothing but replicants, but robots. Yeah, right. But, but that's the thing. It's like why if that's the reason they exist, then why even make them have emotions? Why even give them skin? You know what I mean? Like, right, like right, if they're right, just right. fucking slaves and sex puppets at this point, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, why bother? And then, yeah, exactly. Well, and that's Ty- that's Tyrell's but it, hubris, but in the, too. But he in wants the sequel, to make him an image of man. It's like, in the know, sequel, the they're, like, probably, like, most of the cast, at least 75%, is replicants. Yeah. So it's like, that they are, like, the regular day-to-day people, you know what I mean, that kind of just right, run right, everything right. in this... Uh, and, and I think that's that's why and I, I think that's dude, why I really like the sequels. It it I, expands oh. on the ideas of the world. Yeah, more. So. That, yeah, I think I think the sequel is the sequel is like a. I like was telling people at work today. I'm like, the sequel is a guaranteed watch. Go mm-hmm. watch it. You don't even really need to watch the first one. I recommend watching the first one because it helps. But 
you really don't need it. You, you no, don't need it, it as much, it, other than you just. I would. You, you I do mean, have to know who Rachel first, is, or you're gonna be lost. But yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. not that hard. But honestly, Denis Villeneuve does a good job of kind of like, if you watch the whole movie and pay attention, it's like you can figure it out on your own without having to watch the original. Yeah. If you wanted to, yeah. you know what I mean. It's not. Yeah, I don't think it's like totally necessary because it doesn't build on like. Yeah, built on Deckard's story, but it's like everything about it is a, is a new yeah. story, though. Yeah, it's like it's still his story, and and but... Kay's, Kay's relationship with his with his joy is like oh, so good. That's that that so, alone, so honestly, it's like such yeah. a good like you know Kay's like Kay's journey to find you know his humanity, and then it's like that uh, relationship, and she's even human. less human because she is just straight up AI she and a hologram. Is, yeah. But yeah, it shows she is a sex robot. <laughs> yeah, and it does show like, essentially she, like her guess, own growth. She's the most. Yeah, the, the she's sequ- the most the Alexa like. Sequel rules. Go, well, we'll go on. Sequel rules, dude. She is like Alexa. Like everyone can have a joy in their home. It's like you just yeah you just. All right, all right. Let's that. let's wrap it up. Blade Runner so, is a it's complicated, what, what but it's, your, it's what was your favorite scene? Yeah, that's a great way to call it. It's complicated, but good. What was your favorite scene? Knock that out. Gosh, I don't know. Like it's hard yeah. to hard to beat the ending. Like I think the ending is just really great. Like the climax on the roof uh, is just like so memorable with the music and the acting and blah blah blah. Uh, it is hard to beat that, but I do really think that shootout scene for something that could just be so basic. Like that is kind of a testament. But now I got to go back and watch that documentary because, like you said, because I was gonna say that's a testament to taking something that could be so simple on paper. Like he shoots her running through the street. And like elevating well, no, it all, to all make this action, more, yeah. All that action's real. That was yeah. all. That, like what they did in post is really just correct her head. And that's like, well, that's clean that's, it up. that's huge props so to it, taking that and it, making it affect the story. And then immediately, you know, cuts to Deckard and he's like goes and buys a drink and like he's just like, yeah, that's a small moment of his like PTSD and like we don't get that much of his character building. And so I feel like that was a moment of him just like he's shook by it a little bit. And that that's yeah. a good uh, instance of like visual storytelling. That whole scene that I th- that I, they think that's probably my favorite. Yeah, I, uh, I my favorite scene by far is the is when they meet they meet with like shoot, the guy I don't know the the guy that makes the optics. He's the eye guy. Uh, shoe yeah. is what they call him. I think right. Yeah, is he, that's oh, pretty no. good. Is it is it shoe? Yeah. Anyways, yeah, he uh that dude that scene that's just that's such that's like the best introduction to a villain ever. Like, or I don't know. I, I, at least I loved it in that moment. It's like, hit, like finding out how menacing is finding out that like they're in this like super cold thing. Like, you know, it, it is that kind of like, you know, they're definitively robots. And like, it's kind of dumb that he like sticks his hand in a thing to like prove it where I'm like, it's enough that they like took the jacket off of him and he's freezing to death and they're fine. That's enough. But anyways, yeah. he stuck his hand in, you know, they did that. They do that a couple times just to like, prove that they're to, to definitively prove they're replicants but anyways that scene is great that like that conversation where he's just like he's trying to like suss it out and he's like oh you know they tell me you know how to get to tyrell and all that you know and then he's just like i don't know how to get to tyrell that's some of the it, most coherent yeah. shit in the whole movie is like his <laughs> their <laughs> roy's right. bot line of like how they get the thread to get to tyrell yeah and that's yeah that's great whereas yeah. deckard on the other hand is just like Oh, you're running into him, I guess, in the well, in the mean, city of like billions of people or whatever. But. It's so yeah that it is kind of rough. Yeah. <laughs> They're like in the same but, intersection, like three of them that he's looking for. That's great. That's yeah. convenient. Yeah, and he kills him, and like it's like it literally is like one punch. Rachel man. Like, just, kills like, the guy. Like she's I know Rachel sitting, kills anyway. that guy. He doesn't. Yeah. He's it, he's pretty passive, which is annoying. Yeah, but, 
Uh, it's I fine. Mean, I, I honestly be... don't think it's really about him. But... No. No, no. I mean, God, oh. this is just a beautiful-looking show. But I, uh, I wanted to say, if you like this show a lot, I highly recommend watching Animatrix. Yeah, if you go. I was gonna say you watch the Animatrix. I want an Animatrix it, it version of tells, this, like telling the dude, history. But fuck, that yes, right, is what I want. Tells the history because Animatrix tells the history in the most beautiful way possible. Yeah, Animatrix. Animatrix. Is, Animatrix, Animatrix say, is and is like clearly the Matrix is heavily influenced by this. So it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah clearly. Oh, and I, oh, and one last little tip that I thought was really fun: how they got the glint in the eyes is practical. And it's a it's a technique they learned from Fritz Lang. So oh, <laughs> there you go. There you they, go. Like, they learned yeah. from the sci-fi. Because that know, movie owes to, well, yeah. you know, they mentioned yeah. Metropolis, and it's like, yeah. 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 That's, That's what, what I, yeah, I was saying that too. Yeah. It's, it is. This is Metropolis. Metropolis, yeah. Put it to film. Yeah, this owes that. I mean, that's, survi- the, that's the grandfather of, like, all sci-fi cinema pretty much, though. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. So the movie's pretty cool. So I actually don't know... What we're, so we're doing, dude? This is the first time it's been this neck and neck. It's dude. neck and neck, and it have you would, seen that? It hasn't ended yet. It's gonna end in the morning, so I'll post it. So we're yeah. still doing movie scores, and if already this will be probably one of the best months for what movies we watch, because it's <laughs> yeah. definitely between Jurassic Park and There Will Be Blood, and either way, Godfather, Blade Runner, and then one of those is like a great run. Right. Uh, but I'm I know I voted for. <laughs> yeah i know i voted psycho because i i voted early and then psycho was like two votes when i voted and like yeah the other two were like at 12 or 15 i knew or jurassic park would be the big one and so i was trying to put big movies to go with it and i was like oh i won't be mad about any of them because i had just watched yeah. scott pilgrim and I, that probably would have been my choice otherwise but i just watched it recently so i'm like ah that'll be fine you know and, i know yeah i love it uh, but yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's been pretty close, but we'll uh, maybe next tune in, uh, go to the Reddit to find out, or we'll be posting on social media in general what movie it's going to be. And it's going to be probably one of those two. There will be Blood or Jurassic Park. So, And they're both great scores, which is awesome. So, you know, we got our John Williams, and then we got my Johnny Greenwood. So. Yeah. Or there will be pretty exciting. So and we'll see. Yeah, find find us on Instagram, and you can go to our Patreon and check us out there. Your support helps a lot. If you'd like to call in like Travis did today, feel free to dial eight zero one six one three one five zero one. We'd right. love to hear from you. Right on. Um, am I a replicant? Okay. I know. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs>